Welcome to I Have HIV, a podcast dedicated for people living with HIV, their friends, and family. A Pause Impact and Antonio T. Smith Jr. production. Welcome to I Have HIV. We are currently still living in a pandemic with HIV. HIV has not gone anywhere since the 80s. And we have to bring it to the front. We need to reach zero new transmission. And the only day, and the only way that we'll be able to achieve this is by bringing it back to the forefront of um, the community and, and bringing it to, bringing different voices of the community and making sure that this, this while this disease is very manage, manageable, and it's not curable. So what we need to do is we need to prevent it from happening. And there's several new drugs that are out there. And we're going to be talking about what PrEP is, what um, all these um, different medications that are out there now that you can control. You can take it to prevent 99%. Um, you will basically have a 99% um, chance of not getting HIV. It's effectiveness is 99.9%. And so nothing in life is more than 99%. And so I am I am living with HIV is very important because right now no one's talking about what HIV is. And no one's really discussing, yes, we know that it's out there. Yes, we know that there's, that our black and brown brothers and sisters are dying from this. Our trans community is affected, our LGBT people are more affected, you know, we have to bring back the conversation to the community and have the community be involved in the conversation. Right? The people who vote online won't vote for the grand old party because they actually know how to use a computer. <laughs> and they can Google your lies. And there is no way that I'm going to put online voting if my job is to protect my lobbying that I'm getting ready to retire to, right? So we need to get rid of lobbying. We need to get rid of, we need to establish these online voting, but we won't. That's why immigration is a big deal. We Listen, y'all, everybody, was NPR reported this year that, what you call it? immigration is at an all-time low, at least from the Mexican border. Damn planes don't, walls don't stop planes. All our immigration comes from people overstaying their visa. It has nothing to do with the Mexican border. But the reason why we are tripping over immigration is because the people who are coming over, if they decide to stay, they're going to need some assistance. And the party of assistance is not the party that is grand old party. So we're, we, our issues are, we, we make them color, but it's not it. It is about protecting the livelihood and the paychecks of our legacies so we can stay in power. Concisely, women are never going to get power or equity they deserve because as long as men are making rules, then men need to give up power to give those women equity. More concisely, 
we don't vote online. We not we fighting against immigration, not because it's a big deal, not because it's hurting the economy. Because if I let y'all in, it'll tip the balance, and I won't be in party no more. And lastly, Supreme Court is a bunch of BS. As long as it continues the way it is, because we're not picking the most qualified person, we're picking the person that I can put in power. So when I die, they name a school after me. Yeah, and keep my party in power. Can we talk about um, foreign affairs? You know, <laughs> Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan. Yep. We are in like five, six, twenty wars at the moment with yep. so many countries. Libya. You know how we've been we've been in war with Afghanistan for twenty years, eighteen years. Yep. How do you envision yourself being as president? getting our troops safely out of Afghanistan, but also making sure that we're responsible and yep. in, in a responsible way, you know? Yep. Not only Afghanistan, Syria, um, all those um, Arab countries mm -hmm. out there, you know, we are dominating them, but nothing's happening. We're fighting this this lose-lose war that nothing's, that nothing, no progress, or I, I see no progress that is benefiting me as an American, like, what's my? We are supposed to be stopping these terror attacks from from coming, but what's really happening? What's really going to go on with with you know, you know, foreign policy? You know, Iran, you know, the nuclear deal. Yep. Should they get nuclear weapons? You know, every other Russia has nuclear weapons. You Which know, is the um, only power that can actually afford them. But keep going. You know, but you know what I'm saying is, you know, just how are we going to get out of the out of all these wars that we're currently in? I mean, world peace. We we talk about world peace as as it's like something that is out of out of reach. But in reality, it it really is not out of reach if we can just set aside the money. You know, but maybe that's hard. To, maybe that's hard to think of. But if we can, you know, if, if, if the United States can be the leader in it and say, okay, this is what's going to have to happen, and, or maybe leave, live your life as you want to, just don't come to us. I mean, I, I don't know what the magic um, word is or what the magical solution would be, you know, but there's people way smarter than I am out there, but I do know that I want to be out of this war. I do know what I want our troops out of there. We have other things that we should be, you know, addressing uh, other than trying to, you know, people being killed, but having the Taliban, having a treaty with the Taliban um, that's recently been trying, that our current administration is currently trying to do. What's your thoughts on, on you know? Oh, I got way more than thoughts on this. When you, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to answer it anyway. The... The way we get out is the same way we got in. We just get out, okay? There is no solution because we keep colonizing. There is never a solution to colonizing but stop colonizing. We're going to have to accept that, okay? Every let's, let's look at what you call the age of isms, which approximately happened between the Enlightenment period and the modern period. First off, World War One was just because we went crazy and we just went to war. Everybody had allies. And this whole age of isms, you came up with all these radical ideas from Christianism to any ism that there possibly was. And one of the worst ones possible was nationalism. 
right, which is tearing up the whole thing right now. So we're not putting places on, we're not going to war and saying, please keep your culture. That's not what we're doing. We're Americanizing everything. And they don't like that. And as long as you keep putting your culture on other people, they're going to fight. Case in point, I move in with you. And I say, hey, this is how stuff going to run now. See how you just don't like that? Oh, no. <laughs> right. right. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, this this makes common sense with just regular people talking, right? The real issue is money, and it always will be. For one, we, we don't have a lack of money because we just printed it. It has no value, right? We, we, scared, <laughs> we scared everybody, said we're going to take up all your gold. It's illegal to have it. That was a lie. What we wanted to do, as long as gold was out there backing up money, they couldn't do what they do now. Every time, first off, you can't have a single dollar without a debt first. That's the way our money works. We borrow, the United States government borrows from what you call the Federal Reserve, which is not a federal anything. It's just a nice name, propaganda or, or PR, which is what we like to say. And then they say, well, you owe me this. And the government says, well, yeah, I owe you that, but I'm going to make Titan pay it because I'm not going to pay it. I'm going to pay it off by making him pay it off. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Yeah, I don't know about that's called taxes, right? You know right yeah, right. that's called income taxes, which makes absolutely no sense. Remember, America was a country that said, damn, please stop, stop, stop taxing my income. We said that. No, no Federal Reserve, right? No, no bank in England doing that. And then Andrew Jackson, and we got the bank all back. The problem is money. It will never stop being money. Here's the problem. The problem is that the wars are profitable, not to the 97% of Americans. It is profitable to the corporations and the governments who get to keep on cashing in. And anyone who's benefited from that, which is every politician there is. That is the problem. The problem is government, excuse me, war is big business. It is big business for me to make up a law to build a billion-dollar jet in which we no longer need. Our Let's just Google it right now. Our generals asked the government last year, please stop building tanks. We have too many. We kept building. Why? Because here's the sneakiest thing we do as a government. We pass a bill, and then you say, not nah, can't do that, can't do that on the bill. They say, okay, bill's been defeated. Ladies and gentlemen, we've listened to you. That's not what happened. They did listen to you by letting that bill go and now they pass a bill to build some private i mean some battle jet and they dog ear all they put everything that failed they put it on that bill so when you pass this bill you immediately get all the funding for every single thing else that was denied and the best way to hide that is war right war funds all my selfishness to stop that would to stop me from getting money, and that's a problem. See that, that is yeah. a problem. <laughs> so real quick, just closing. You know, we're having about thirty minutes left of the show. I wanted. I know we're, we're we kind of threw you guys in here as well too. Um, I enjoyed y'all. <laughs> any kind of closing remarks, people listening to the show, Facebook Live, that have maybe not seen. You, did you want to go ahead and maybe repeat where they can find the first no, the first outcry? Because it's currently on Amazon. So where do you search on Amazon? How do you find it? Yeah. What what do you Google? What do you um, type in the search to, to look for it? 
can actually go to the normal anomaly dot org. Um, yeah, you can actually go to the normal anomaly dot org. It has uh, the trailer and the link on uh, the about page. Also, um, if you're searching on Amazon Video, I mean Prime Video, uh, just type in Outcry the Mini Doc and it'll come up. Um, we're excited to be showing it uh, this Thursday, September 12th at 7. A red carpet starts at 6.30. Once again, I'm black, but I'm on time. Um, <laughs> so um, I'll be the guy in the Giuseppe's, by the way. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> No, but um, <laughs> I couldn't even get the mic on top of me. So yeah, super super excited. Uh, you can follow us on the Normal Anomaly mm -hmm. on Facebook, um, on Instagram. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. There it is, right there. That's yes. it. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yes. Look at that, you guys. It is for real. Including with my prime. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look at that. <laughs> Uh, anything else? So, how can people find you? Oh, you did say that. Yeah, you can, and you can, uh, you can it's follow me on Facebook at Ian L. Haddock. Um, yes, Ian L. Haddock. I, I think I'm unfortunately out of space for friends. The many people that's inactive. You can follow me at Ian yes. L. Haddock. <laughs> no, just no, no. If you follow me, if you follow yeah. me, and you, you know, we engage. You got some engaging stuff. I got some engaging stuff. Child, so many That's people on there. I delete. I need to be on yeah. the next one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy. I'm looking. I really want to hear from all of you. No, I'm down. I'm down. Y'all yeah. need to talk. Y'all, what y'all got to say? Any Who's content? on the mic? You got school today. I'm sure you're gonna be there as well too, right? Yes. Yes, I'm um, going to be there. I just, um, closing, just just come check it out. Just come here. the outcry, our community's outcry. Um, it's conversations that need to be had. And I think that this is more of a family type of uh, showing or premiere or viewing, if you would, because I think the family needs to be the cornerstone of what happened. We're talking about the church. We, we get that part. But a lot of times your mother, your father, your aunt, your uncles, they they shunned you, kicked you out of your home for doing, you know, so it's so one of those things. So with that, um, I ask that you come out, check it out. Well, it's already sold out, but hopefully we'll have another showing or premiere. But I think that uh, we just want people to really, really take it, right? Take it in for what it is and then digest it for what it is. I don't know if that makes don't put anything on it just take it for what it is so you can understand where we're coming from right because a lot of people think we're just bashing the church and that's not what we're actually doing what we're doing is just opening up to be able to say okay hey, this is what it, exactly yeah yeah exactly. that's awesome anybody else go ahead um, uh y'all can follow us at the normal anomaly as ian said I am Kimmy Doll, and I'm probably going to be somewhere with Ian. So if you see him, you see me. Right. <laughs> All right, Mr. President. You're, I, I see you. These people yeah. are mic shy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any questions for our president? You guys are here. You guys have, no, you guys have I was serious about inviting you on the real game. Yeah. I don't know Appreciate if you have heard of us, listened to us, saw us anywhere. 
but not in regards to the president thing. Oh, I yeah. honestly would like to have you come on so we could talk about being woke. Ooh, and I don't know. Language. I mean, yeah. I've been pretty quiet here, so do your research, listen to the real gag, look us up, watch a Facebook. She right there. She booked me right now. The hey, real so gag. As as we done. So that you can know where we're coming from. Because it's all it's it's straight talk, no chasing. Oh, I need to be there. All right, baby. I need to be straight there. Straight talk, no chasing. <laughs> yeah. And we get to the bottom been, line. You guys have been super Mike Shire with me on, on Paul's impact school, but when you guys are on Wednesdays, you guys <laughs> go at it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just being Mike Shaw tonight because it's about the outcry. Well, not necessarily Mike Shaw, but at the same time, I have learned that this is my my brother's baby, and I am simply here to support him. Does that make sense? Yes. So, um, yeah, when we talk about the real gag, that's all of our babies, and I talk big buku shit on them. (laughs) I I can't really talk. A lot of shit here, but I am knowledgeable yeah, I on the subject matter. You get what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So yeah, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate and the invite. It is. Yeah. It, it was really uh, an honor for me to have you guys on here to talk Thank about you. the show. Thank you. And because we want to be able to talk about the church, we want to be able to talk about HIV, we want to talk about mental health illness, and how that all plays. And it doesn't have it doesn't have a face. It it can be anybody out there. And you guys are still passionate, and so I'm still <laughs> thankful that you guys came. Yeah. And out of the blue, it was really la- a last minute thing. So I, I, I definitely thank you so much for for showing up and just talking about this um, important documentary that you think that from start to finish is like like you said it was your baby. So we're we're definitely thankful. But we're just gonna go ahead since you guys are being a little bit shy with me. Uh, we're just gonna go ahead and start with this finish up with our president here and making sure we start asking them some questions. And you guys don't have any questions for him? No. Nothing? All right, guys. So I'm ready. What is your vision? What is your what is your plan for the first hundred days? That you we talked about this the honeymoon. A lot of people put out the what the first hundred days is gonna be. As president, what do you see as your main goal for the first hundred days to do in office once you get into office? Other than Co-work the entire house. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I got three major things that I want to do. Man, hey, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all doing y'all thing for real. For real. Yeah, look, look, y'all gotta check them out. They doing their thing right there. Seriously. I'm not gonna get a picture with you guys, but it's okay. Nah, let me get a picture now, man. I can hold on and get a picture now. Look, I, I seen have... ABC. ABC. <laughs> no dead space. Yeah, they finna no, get a picture. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a picture. We'll, we'll get, get a picture, picture um, at the at the at the event. Yes, for sure. Event. Appreciate y'all. Real talk. Real talk. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, you guys. We're so happy. And if you guys are just tuning in, you guys have been listening to Cause Impact. We are Houston's first radio show dedicated to people living with HIV, their friends, and family. Oh, okay. cool. On Real Talk 100 Radio. I forgot to give out the call number, that. but if you guys have questions for our, for our future president, please give us a call at two eight one three one eight. Eight six five zero. If you have any kind of questions regarding uh, presidential questions, because the new and the, the new anomaly has left the building, left the building. But we are super excited that they were here with us to talk about their documentary series. But turning back to our president, uh, our future president, what is your goal for the first hundred days? Yeah, my goal. You about to turn it? 
I got three a three part goal for the first hundred days. All of them are aggressive. None of them raises taxes. Okay, every bit aggressive. None of them raises taxes. I kind of mentioned one. I'll explain that now. What I want to do is I want to fix climate change, combat climate change immediately, and wipe out all student loans immediately. And it's with that carbon emission fee that I was talking about. You take all that money, then wipe out all the student loans. The second thing I want to do is I want to attack more so student loans, and I want to get more to education. I want to raise all teacher salaries in the United States to $92,000 a year. I got diagnosed... Uh, two years ago, actually, will be yeah. Two years ago, I diagnosed in April, and um, it's been it was a life changing. First, I was I, I shouldn't be alive today if if it was for if it wasn't for the drugs and the medication. And knowing your status is so important because I didn't have to suffer this. My T cell count was um, at ten when I first got diagnosed, which is like zero is the lowest and 800 is the highest and i'm out of 10. and so that tells you that i was so sick and so knowing your status and that's because i was afraid as well too to know my own status and that's what i want to that's the whole reason why for this podcast is to bring more awareness about knowing your status and knowing that hiv is not a death sentence but um we do have to control it and so you equals you undetectable equals untransmittable. So once you on a on a regimen, you become untransmitted, you can't pass it to anybody else. But how do you know that you can't pass it? Or how do you know that you're HIV um, negative is by continuing taking blood tests every three months. So going to your doctor if you're sexually active, continue taking PrEP or ask about PrEP to your physician if that's um, something that you're interested in. It does help for people who like to have um, natural sex and you know it, the, there's people who are out there who, who, who want this and so we have the opportunity to be able to um, have frank conversations with people who are currently taking PrEP people who have been long time HIV positive who have been living it for 30 plus years 20 plus years we want to you know bring the conversation back to the community we want to be able to Make sure that the community knows that HIV doesn't have a fate. It's all of us. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. In 2005, I had a close family member die to HIV. And I, to be honest with you, I'm still probably not even supposed to know it. Uh, in fact, the only reason I know it is because of angry family member said it in anger and it slipped out and that's how I found out and that's why I'm so passionate about this podcast because I'm tired of people like me family who would support and who would have loved on my cousin she died alone she died in the hospital bed completely alone because I didn't know and because I was too busy playing basketball than being with my cousin and I'm very passionate about what Josh Michael does. He wants to change the world. And I hope all of you contact him. And that's why I'm so extremely passionate about this podcast. I, but I suffer every day that I let my cousin die alone because 2005 made me an ally. But I shouldn't have to go through death like that to become an ally. All of us should be allies.
That's my story. And that's why Josh is doing this podcast. And that's why we're here. Tell me it's all right before I turn to nothing.